Hello, hello. Welcome back. It's Ketchup Friday time. Welcome back to Ketchup Friday, my people, my lovely, lovely, lovely listeners. I'm your host, Olivier Montamnable, and today we're having a wonderful conversation. Okay, we're going to be talking about walking in the spirit. Now, I wonder if you guys think maybe the conversations we have here are a bit too deep. But you know what? It's worth it. It's worth having these conversations. People, you know, gone are the days when we have surface conversations, superficial conversations. We want to go deep. We want to really hit where it matters. And if you don't believe in this kind of stuff, you know what? Why not maybe hear what people think about it? And then maybe that could, you know, at the end of the day, make a comprehensive, um, you can make a comprehensive position for yourself. But you know what? Knowledge is power. Knowledge is good. And imagine if you pick the right knowledge. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Anyway, I'm just rambling, you know, talking to myself and just... Hoping you guys pick up a few things here and there that are useful. So today, I have none other than Lady SJ to unpack this conversation. Walking in the spirit. Lady SJ, just give them a whoop whoop or holla. Holla, it's your girl, Lady (laughs) SJ, back in the building, guys. Yeah. And I'm happy. And Oribe, you spoke about these conversations we have being deep. Well, guess what? I'm ready to mm-hmm. dive deep in the ocean, guys. Yes. That's the only way we can learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Okay, so um, based on the topic, um, you know, what stood out to you when you were given this topic to join me with? What stood out to me... Mm-hmm was again whoa this is deep (laughs) (laughs) this is a bit heavy you know you know heavy uh so i had to do my research because i needed to make sure that my understanding was in alignment with the word of god so when i come up in here you know i'm not just uh, rambling and yeah sending out misinformation mm-hmm. just making sure that my thoughts were in alignment and yes. um, to my surprise the topic uh, has been something I've been working on in my work with Christ as of last year I was discovering you know what does it truly mean to live in the spirit mm. um, trying to run away from living in the flesh you know tired of uh, you know the consequences attached to living in the flesh and just really you know urging the Holy Spirit to guide me and to show me a new way and it's a topic that I've been growing with and mm-hmm. I'm really happy to just even discuss it today and to learn more things from you as well mm-hmm. well fantastic thank you so so much for that You know, today, I thought it would be nice before we start having this heavy conversation. It's not even that heavy, to be honest, if we have the Bible scripture as our, you know, biblical standpoint. So, I thought it would be nice to read Romans chapter 8 from verse 1 to verse 11 for that foundation to kick off the conversation. 
So, I'm going to read starting now. There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemns sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Verse 5. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on things of the spirit. Verse 6. For to set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the mind on the spirit is peace and life. Verse 7. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. For it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Verse 8. For those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Verse 9. You, however, are not in the flesh but in the spirit. If, in fact, the spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. Verse 11. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give you, will also give to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. Will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you may god bless this reading in jesus name amen amen so what do you think (laughs) again heavy (laughs) but um lots of wonderful points there and again what stood out to me was just the fact that choosing the path which leads you to lead by the by the desires of your flesh mm-hmm. actually death mm-hmm. and that can well that scares me by the thought of it and i feel like it should scare anyone i mean it's plain and simple um but the choice is ours isn't it yeah it is it really is i guess also what stood out to me was verse five and I quite like it because I, I had to reference that to someone again today as well. It says, for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on things of the spirit. And so it's like, what does that look like to set your mind on the flesh? And what does it look like to set your mind on the spirit? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that kind of brings us to this question. What does walking in the spirit mean? Wow. Um, so I would look at it in two ways. And the first way I would look at it would be to recognize the fruits of the spirit. Mm. Because if we are to be of God, to be in his likeliness, then we need to have these fruits that will separate us from others who may not be of God. And the Bible states very clearly that uh, it's in 
Galatians uh, 5.21 and it just says that Jesus said you will know them by their fruits and so these fruits basically will be love, patience, uh, faithfulness, mm-hmm. joy, kindness, yeah. gentleness, peace, goodness and self-control and so these are the things I personally have been looking deeply into in my life and one of the ones that I've always battled with for me would be patience (laughs) (laughs) and you know sometimes I feel like that's got to do with my with my athletics um abilities you know we I'm a sprinter you know so I'm thinking by nature I just want to do things fast like I want to be here I want to be there if you tell me wait I always had an issue with waiting and (laughs) I'm growing with God growing in, in the spirit and um, strengthening my spirit, man, I realized this is this is a fruit of the spirit that I was lacking. Yeah. And again, I needed to go to God and to just say, help me, help me have this fruit, help yeah. me to be patient. Yeah. And luckily enough, I've, I've come a long way. <laughs> Much better, yeah. yeah. So, okay, can you say that again? Like, what are the fruits of the spirit? Could you mention them? So, number one, love. Number two, patience. Number three, faithfulness. Number four, joy. Number five, kindness. Number six, gentleness. Number seven, peaceful, like peace. And then goodness and self control. Mm, Goodness and self control. Wow. Okay. That's cool. So, wait. So, if we exhibit all these attributes in our life we're walking in the spirit you are walking in the spirit and you are to ensure that you magnify these fruits in all situations that you will come across so when you are faced with a challenge that is you know urging you to be angry then you will need to make sure that you try to be peaceful you know, because we have to realize that the acts of sinful um, nature, as you were asking, are actually to be hot-headed or to have fists of rage. Mm-hmm. And that is not something that is of God. Yeah. So you need to do the opposite. Okay. And this, you know, <laughs> when we see this, it almost sounds very prescriptive. But it's almost like it's almost impossible. Someone slaps me, I slap the person back. You know, and <laughs> and um, it's almost second nature. So definitely, to walk in the spirit is not really um, a natural thing, now, is it? Not a natural thing at all. Yeah. But that's why Jesus Christ came. He came to show us the way, and he also came to challenge the things that we're. Uh, being considered as the rightful things to do a lot of um, immoral things impurities uh, that he needed to to make right and so it goes against so many so many things that were recently taught and this is before we were even born so there are many things in our let's say you know like maybe what you could have inherited that you may not be aware of or generationally in your family things that were happening a long time ago that maybe is carried carried away through and so 
there are a lot of things that he needed to break and so looking at maybe where you came from you may not know maybe how things were done there but somehow it's followed you through and so it might just it's definitely not natural yeah. but that's why we have the spirit of god and that's why we want to have these fruits to try and fight against what we may not even know we have an issue that's the thing you may not even know that you are reacting in this way and you don't know where it's coming from but that's the thing where we have to pray against and fight against any generational um habits that are coming through um or even just fight through that human nature itself but as i said everything starts from somewhere exactly i think that's even a major issue and i think that's what that's what christ came to solve is the it's the innate nature in man to be drawn to sin to be drawn to um to be drawn to just doing the opposite of what and doing the opposite of the personal god if that makes sense and we know mm-hmm. that god is spirit you know and the attributes of his spirit is the fruits of the spirit which is love patience faithfulness joy kindness gentleness peace goodness self-control you know these are these are the fruits in which god exhibits and so in order to be able to have that um, that spirit of god in us in order for us to walk in the spirit and walk in the attitude and the mannerisms of god who is spirit we need a savior we need christ you know and in order to even <laughs> to even have this I, I have a feeling it, it requires supernatural strength, supernatural help, inter, like supernatural, inter, um, you know, intercession on our behalf, you know. Definitely. And I also feel like it's important to to examine oneself and to admit to yourself that actually um, this might be a sinful nature yeah. that I'm starting to yeah. have. Uh, because during my research, actually, there are a couple of things that were flagged up that I did not consider would be sinful nature, you okay. know. And I was thinking, wow, you know, it's the little smallest things that are contrary to the, the fruit of the spirit, you know, that de- that w- definitely would be sinful. Wow. And so that shocked me. I mean, the level and the standard in which Christ wants us to be is beyond um, what we may understand. Yeah. So it's important to really be one with yeah. him um, if we are to to live in his image. Wow, that's amazing. How do we even start that journey? How do we start that journey of being one with him and walking in his spirit? Well, number one, I would say make a real effort to repent. And that's why I emphasized the the strength to admit there's a problem yeah. and when you admit there's a problem you you know you go to god as we've learned in our previous uh, podcast and then you repent and you say um you know you speak in the way that you normally would speak to god and just basically ask him to grant you these fruits of the spirit that anyone can ask for you don't have to be special you know later on we'll move on to maybe the seven spirits of mm-hmm. god but um but for these fruits of the spirit you need to pray for them as we said it's not 
in our natural nature to do these yeah. things we are impatient sometimes um, if someone doesn't love you you would the natural thing for you to do is not to love them but Christ said love your enemies do good unto those who despitefully use yeah. you it's you know God is asking a lot of you here but there's a reason why there's there is um the power to love over evil mm-hmm. to love someone when they have not loved you there is a power yeah. in that and that is how we save souls and that is how i have discovered um it differentiates christians i mean real authentic christians from any other um you know in- individuals who may not be in the faith yeah that's amazing thank you so much and you know that kind of brings me to like that verse 5 that i um i read or actually no um let me read Romans chapter 8 there's a passage that says those who set their minds on the on the things of the spirit um yeah those who set their minds on the things of the spirit will walk in the spirit will have desires of the spirit as well actually i need to get this precisely so that's verse um chapter 5 no Romans chapter 8 verse 5 sorry But okay. those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on things of the spirit so it's like in order to live according to the spirit we need to set our minds on the things of the spirit the things that pertain to god and the things that help us draw closer to him if that makes sense right Right. So if I were to say or oh, I want to walk in the spirit that means I need to you know set my mind and consciously um, meditate on God's word because through the word of God we, our minds will be renewed right and then also you know um desire and I think that's one thing like until we desire it until we see it as this is a good thing because we know how you know how wretched we are can be sometimes if we desire these things and we set our minds on it we would actually begin that process you know if that makes sense just based on the scripture so if i if i'm out here i set my mind on i'm just going to do whatever i want i don't care about anybody you would obviously be and you wouldn't be walking in the spirit you'd be walking according to your flesh your fleshly desires what you want right and Mm-hmm. It's so interesting to find that it is the norm actually um in this day and age to actually seek for what I want and not for what you know God wants or something other than ourselves you know to have that selfless nature setting our minds on other people or if that makes sense right and definitely yeah and it's whew, it's it's it it becomes clearer to me that we we need god to help us to walk in the spirit and to set our minds on the things of the spirit but i guess it starts with a desire yeah i definitely do agree and um i think paul says it quite right when he says actually no it was james and he said show me your faith without deeds and i will show you my faith by what i do okay. and that just goes to explain that faith requires action mm-hmm. 
um, it's not just enough to say I am a Christian. I love God. We really need to show it. We have to have things that we can show. You know, you can't say I am a business graduate without um, any in, maybe entrepreneur skills or any business diplomas. You cannot. You have to show. Yeah. You have to show that you're it. You know, show me, show me who you yeah. are. You know, um, and this is what. Christ is asking of us and I think I think it makes sense to me and it just goes to clarify much more that there is a lot of work needed for each one of us to um, to even say that we're children of, of yeah. God we need to have these words otherwise we're not really are we yeah wow that's that is so profound and so it's like walking in the spirit it's it's and you know, exhibiting the fruits of the spirits are the fruits. You know, are the fruits. The, these are the things you see in someone, and you're like, wow, there's something different about this person. You know, there's something unique about this person, and you know, we get this every time. Um, you cannot give what you don't have. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. and you know. Uh, I, you know, you see a lot of Christians who have the heart to, to just, you know, to help people, to help people see Christ, to help people um, understand the person of God and, you know, want to, uh, you know, come to the presence of God. Because at the end of the day, every Christian has this mission and has this commission, you know, from Jesus Christ to go into the world and make disciples of men. And, um, Mm Sometimes it can be tricky because a lot of people like to speak, 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 but then you can't see anything more than their words. Exactly. We are to be people of action, Christians of action. And, you know, the true religion is actually feeding Mm. the poor. It is comforting those who are in need. It is loving thy neighbor. That is a true religion. And that's what Christ came to do. And that's what he he. He yeah. showed. There's also this the the general understanding that a lot of things that Jesus Christ did, a lot of miracles that he performed, were not actually recorded. That they were too numerous to be contained in the Bible. And so, I mean, it's a pity, but it just goes to show you that he truly did come to be a person that was um, able to make some change, to make people's lives yeah. better. And so that is a true religion for me. And that's what it means to be a Christian, um, to do the total opposite of what others even yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, just to be funny, um, imagine a, a situation where you know someone's a Christian and you're all in a, uh, maybe like a fancy yeah. gathering and someone says something to them and they flare up in anger and frustration and oh, they're in rage. And you're thinking to yourself, you. I thought you said you were a Christian, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you, you start to question yeah. them. And people begin to, to question you. And they know your faith. And yet you were preaching the word of God. Like, that's how we begin to lose followers. We begin to lose yeah. people who actually want to come in the faith. But they're scared. Yes. You know? Even, even more so, it's almost like you say what you say, but you don't do what you do. And that's where we fall short sometimes. A lot of times, sometimes, not even really by um, how much you, 
actions you do but i guess it's the love behind it because a fruit of the spirit you um, i've seen here is love how, how many of us really love really love like that kind of love that god's talking about you know if you remember our previous episode god's kind of love how many of us really love how many of us are trying because i'll be on that boat <laughs> You know, sometimes I just have to sit down and, you know, um, every Christian has to do this. I don't know. I don't care how often you do it every day, every week, every month. Assess yourself because if we don't do this, we might fall into our old habits, which is our sinful, you know, our sinful self. Sometimes when we are not guarding our heart, when we're not watching, we tend to relax. And so every time we need to always review and check our heart. It's not about your outward works, you know, although um, the evidence of our love is in our action, but it's not all about action that proves our love. Does that make sense? Yeah. That does make sense, RB. But just to add yeah. something there, we have to also recognize what the acts of uh, the sinful nature are. And we've already briefly touched on them, but I just want to emphasize on them just so the listeners are yeah, clear okay. on these things i already mentioned envy is one of the acts yeah. of sinful nature you think someone um have something that you want and want maybe wishing for them not to have it but you want it that takes us to also selfish ambition that's also something that is in, that's um, in contrary to actually living yeah. in the spirit adultery that one mm-hmm. is well known the bible says that if a man just as much looks at a woman with a flesh with a maybe yeah. fleshly desires without even mm-hmm. touching her he has he's basically, he has, um, he, he's basically he has already committed the crime because if you can conceive it in your mind it would only take the right opportunity in the physical for you to do that does that make sense that does make sense and then we have witchcraft of course we all know that one then we have hatred we have discord we have jealousy and the one i already mentioned was um those those um you know moments of anger and and rage that come out of out of nowhere sometimes and find maybe someone could um, actually be a contributor to your rage but self-control is something that would need to be acted upon there but if that happens then you know, oops, then this is uh, falling yeah. into sinful nature. And then, of course, we have sexual immorality and then impurity. Um, so these are just a few yeah. of the basics that I've seen um, that we could consider and maybe try to try to work against. And then, of course, we have um, mm-hmm. drunkenness as well. So if you drink just for the sake of drinking or drowning your sorrows or drowning your problems, then, then the Bible is... Yes, exactly. The Bible says, um, give, give a strong wine to, oh, is it to, to a man that is, um, that wants to ruin himself, you know, yeah. <laughs> something along those lines. <laughs> and it's true. Um, you yeah. mentioned the rebellion. Did you mention witchcraft? Yes. So did, that yes. actually brings me to a scripture. I just had to search that up just now. In First Samuel chapter fifteen, verse twenty-three, it's shocking, and not many people know this. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness as stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. 
because thou hast rejected the word of God, he had also rejected thee from being king. I think, yes, yeah, so, so it's so interesting. <laughs> and, you know, when we say witchcraft, yes, witchcraft, you know, sometimes a lot of us dabble into um, um, negative super, um, spirituality, which which I, I say, the when we say there's the kingdom of light, there's the kingdom of darkness. And, you know, some people play with Ouija boards or um, suitsayers or, you know, um, all these, like, different things that they just use basically the spirit of darkness actually the, to do these things mm-hmm. god has equated it to rebellion and some and rebellion i wonder why god has said rebe- rebellion is as sin of witchcraft and stubbornness and i, I wonder what the co- connotation that the relationship is sometimes yeah wow yeah and also speaking to any maybe first year students who mm-hmm. would be listening in um it's very important for them to pay particular attention to recognizing the fruits of the spirit because i going back to my uh, day of first year university i mean there's one thing being led by god and then there's one thing having to ha- just have that responsibility to to there's a word where you have to basically discern okay is this um, person good for me and um, should I be going here should I be seen in that environment and like you're not completely sure then that is when wisdom comes in to recognize the fruits of the spirit if they're not there then honey you're in the wrong place then brother you're in the wrong place so let us not be confused anymore let us be christians um that are discernful and let's just learn to recognize that this is of god and this is not of god i um, think, what do you think about that's that? that's that's actually spot on because it's in recognizing these things and and having the desire to walk on you know on that path that pleases god that we're walking in the spirit yes because if by any chance a a wrong decision is made then i believe that individual will not be living in the spirit and they'll be tempted not to live in the spirit as well so it's a very delicate topic uh, but it's also a very delicate thing because if we do the complete opposite which is Mm -hmm. not live in the spirit then we are positioning ourselves um for for maybe heartache or for failure or for for sadness and whatever else comes with living in by doing that we're setting ourselves up for distractions and just um you know a whole lot of a whole lot of things we (laughs) god well now you mentioned first year I, i can imagine you know sometimes when we walk in a path that doesn't really please god we end up finding that we've wasted our time you know precious time perhaps we could have been doing very uh, meaningful stuff um sometimes precious time we could be doing you know things that relate to our calling a lot of times um, it's it would be so smart you know as young people to spend our time developing ourselves knowing more about ourselves building ourselves up in the faith in our skills in our value you know 
especially in the academic world, value in the working field when you graduate, and you know, things like that. But <laughs> it's almost like people only start to wake up and start walking in <laughs> in a in a better light towards the end you know so imagine if we continuously walked in the spirit and you know we just did things right and we did things on time at the right time and we didn't always have to <laughs> last minute every single thing you know i definitely do agree so fantastic yeah but that's why we're here and that's why we're having this podcast to provide listeners with the opportunity yeah. of new insights insight on how to approach you know how to approach your life because at the end of the day we are all rounded beings like spiritually physically mentally um academically businessly physically you know just every single lead <laughs> that's why we're here you know and i love the fact that god can god can influence all aspects of our lives and he's relevant in all areas of our lives in our relationships in our jobs in our mind our mental health physical health everything and it's superb <laughs> It is. I quickly want to dive in deeper into this um, (laughs) conversation. And I want us to look at the seven spirits of God. Because when I was looking at them, I was thinking, wow, this is what I should be praying for. And maybe this is what you should be praying for or whoever is listening. Consider these seven spirits of God. Wisdom, understanding, and the spirit of counsel and the spirit of strength the spirit of knowledge and the spirit Mm. of the fear of the lord you know these are the things that if we had them then it will be so much easier for us to do the other things we've just talked about which is recognize the fruits of the spirit and to make correct and um accurate decisions to the best of our of our understanding and knowledge but once you have wisdom honestly it's priceless what does the bible say about wisdom again wisdom is profitable to direct in other words amazing and an understanding Mm -hmm. wisdom would save you stress if you need to go somewhere if you need to be here at the right time wisdom would give you that ability to do it you know yeah wisdom is knowing what to do Mm -hmm. and when to do it you know that correct timing that sometimes we get wrong and for me one thing that i've appreciated and i've always prayed for is understanding understanding in all situations that makes a difference in yeah that could make a difference in our lives um take example my life um there are times where again i'm presented with a tough situation naturally i want to react in a way which of course goes contrary to what god has taught me what the bible says and then understanding comes in and if flips everything it flips what i think i should do and then 
it's almost like altered this is how you should do it so that ability to see things in a 360 angle because sometimes when you're in a tight corner you can only see things at an 80 degree 60 degree or if you're lucky 180 degree angle but once that spirit of god is in you again you've prayed for understanding you're walking and you're living in in the spirit then you can understand all situations and you know what to do and how to do it and that makes a difference between saving your life and losing your life from keeping a friendship from missing not missing your opportunity to gaining your opportunity oh that's profound that's so profound oh wow thanks this is honestly i might just end it here so we can all you know go back maybe re-listen to this podcast and you know um have a think about it and reflect it to yourself as we would do today as well you know um reflect on these words and check your heart as well are you walking in the spirit are you are you um exhibiting this these fruits of the spirit and how can we um ask yourself what are the things you can do differently to help you set your mind on things of the spirit and desire the things of the spirit and i just hope that this has been able to help someone and it would really um revolutionize the way you live as a christian revolutionize how you also um you know see life and do life okay so with no further ado I think we'll call it a day for today on our podcast. We will see you on the next episode. Peace. Hey, don't run away yet. I've got an announcement to make. The Alpha course launched this week. Woohoo! Exciting. It was amazing. As I said before, the Alpha course is an amazing time where everyone comes together to talk about life, God, and life's tough, big questions. It was amazing. The video, the questions, thought-provoking. Everything was top quality, superb, and absolutely would recommend this to anyone who is interested in the subject matter of life okay it is for every single person you don't have to be a christian you don't have to be a churchgoer to be able to attend the alpha course it is well designed for all people in this category and everyone is totally invited if you want to still be part of the alpha course and you aren't message us on our instagram at vision underscore society underscore rgu that is vision v-i-z-i-o-n you can also formally send us an email at vision society at rguunion.co.uk it is very simple and we hope to see you there see you next week peace